Blog Talk Radio.
me this. I know y'all tired of hope, love, punking you. Talking about shit, stop your career. She cold, ain't she? I got something for you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Binge and Rewind right here on OG Radio, on Blog Talk Radio. So if you would like to listen in and through your phone, you can definitely do that. You can 
uh, call in at, okay, 516-666-9826. That's how you can call in and listen if you just want to listen in on your phone. My name is E. Reed. This is Binger Rewind, where I talk about all the movies and TV shows that I have been watching or I'm currently watching. And I give you spoilers, so if you do not like spoilers, I understand this is, might not be where you want to be. But if you do like spoilers and it will not deter you from watching whatever it is that I am talking about, then go ahead and check it out, okay? So that is that. Now, I do this every Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesdays, I do it on the stereo application. It does not mean that what I talk about on Tuesday will be talked about on Thursday. So if you do not want to miss out, make sure you are following me on the stereo application. Download the application on your Android or iPhone. E-Read, a.k.a. Melanin Seduction. And on Thursdays, I do it right here on OG Radio, on Blog Talk. So make sure you are following us on every social media platform. You can listen to this on other platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, things of that nature. Um, so, yeah, make sure you are following us and checking us out. Shout out to DJ Mr. AKA38, all right, for opening the door of opportunity for me to be able to pay it forward to open the other door of opportunity for other indie artists. The first artist that I opened up with is DJ Upgrade right there in uh, from the Bay Area. Uh, he's right now in L.A., but by way of the Bay Area. So I had to open up with DJ Upgrade with the song Cali, and then the next song that you heard after that was, of course, I like to call him Uncle Clean, but he is known as Clean Heart, Mr. O- Mr. 7000 beats okay i'm sure pretty sure he's probably like a seven thousand at this point um and yeah so i definitely uh will play him and so they are now in the rotation of my playlist so just be just know that uh they definitely will get played and then the last song that i played was levon godfrey out there in the bay area aka the gangsta diva comedy (laughs) that is a parody song a clapback song that she had created when she was, you know, have, you know, going through something with a couple of comedians. So I'm just saying, just in the light of things, especially given the fact that what I'm going to update y'all about, because I talked about it last week, and I didn't think I was going to talk to y'all about it this week. However, this particular show on the Zeus Network, if you do not have the Zeus Network, you can download the application. I believe it's like $6.00. For a subscription you can't watch it online there's no streaming service for it like you can like put on your fire stick now unless you know how to do something like that but uh you download the application and you pay six bucks a month and you get all the type of ratchet reality tv if that is your thing so if that is your thing then definitely go for it uh but i'm gonna just briefly discuss uh i'm going to briefly discuss hey and also i'm live streaming right now on instagram uh, under my Melanin Seduction account. So if you would like to follow me over there, then make sure that you uh, send me a request and hit me uh, in the inbox. Let me know where that you heard me on Blog Talk Radio saying to follow you there. Otherwise, you just going to sit in the request section. Just saying. Got to know who you are, okay? Got to introduce yourself. So shout out to everybody who's in the room right now watching me from Instagram, uh, the Stereo family. So I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for pulling up on me. Um, so back to the Zeus Network. Okay, the show that I didn't think I was going to talk about, but I am going to talk about because they actually added a third part reunion is Baddie South. So we're going to just kick it off with some ratchet reality TV. Okay, and that's because, all right, that is because 
of the last song that I played, I felt like it was fitting just for that purpose. All right. Ratchet Reality TV, Zeus Network. Okay. Baddie South. Now, Baddie South is executive produced by Natalie Nunn, which I explained to y'all last week. So it is executive produced by Natalie Nunn. And she took several uh, women and took them on tour down south. Uh, to diff- several different clubs, and of course they stared, stayed in some Airbnbs, and uh, a whole bunch of debauchery just took place. But it was mainly like just a whole bunch of fighting. That's really what it was. It was just a whole bunch of fighting taken off, just about in every single episode. Uh, but this is the reunion, all right. So I'm only gonna focus on that. I'm not gonna focus on the series. If you want to know what my actual thoughts were about certain parts of it, then make sure you check out the replays. Uh, go ahead and, you know, they on demand. You can find them. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I went, so this week, okay, well, yeah, this week, because uh, the new episodes air on Sunday. So, this week, they went ahead and had a two-part. And the reason why I'm announcing this, as talking about this, is because they added a third part, which is going to come on this coming up Sunday. Now, if you listened to me last week, I said I did not anticipate for them to have a three-parter, even though I suggested and said they should have a three-parter. Well, I don't know. I guess the Retro Reality TV guys was listening, okay, because they gave us a third-parter, all right? So we're going to see part three as of next week, and it seems like the third part is going to be a little bit more civilized, okay, because the first episode was complete chaos. They didn't even – they spent 30 to 35 minutes just talking, and not to each other on stage because they hadn't even gotten to the stage yet. They were just talking to each other, you know, behind the scenes while they're doing their hair and makeup. And it's this group talking to this group and this group talking to this group. So at the end of the day, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. So by the time they do finally get on stage, there's a whole bunch of fights break out. They couldn't even get through the rest of the intros or whatever if everybody's sitting on the on the platform. And shout out to Trina. You know what I'm saying? Because Trina is one of the hosts. And then I believe the other host, I believe her name is Janaea. Um, So, yes. Yeah, so, shout out to those who for even trying to tolerate and put up with not all of that kind of na- uh, nonsense and chaos. Because that's exactly what it was. was nonsense and chaos. Okay? To the point where in the second, in part two, okay, Trina and Janaea, they got up off the couch because you had Roly Slim Natalie Nunn, Scotty, you, Krishan, you just had everybody fighting each other, jumping on each other. The security is horrible, okay? I'm just saying, Zeus security must have been like, we don't get paid enough to die. So, yeah, we're, we're not going to do that. Because they actually, okay, by the end of part two, security was so horrible and not doing their job that they went ahead and they allowed Krishan to just run up on somebody like just run up on the old girl like I I was like oh I feel sick like wait a minute okay so anyway so Natalie Nunn ends up getting uh kind of getting a blackout I mean getting a black eye from well it was almost like a blackout but she got a black eye from Roly Roly caught her you know what I'm saying and Roly had already been calling out Natalie Nunn and saying that she is being super fake and phony. But as people already know, Natalie Nunn has been in the Ratchet Reality TV world for 15 years. She is the break, one of the breakout cast members of Bad Girls Club. And so, oh, excuse me. And so there you have it. It's just like 
she knows how to manipulate the situation. She knows how the game go. And like I said last week, if you are going to throw your hat in the ratchet reality game, and especially if you're going to sit next to Natalie Nunn, you need to know how to play the game. Because if you don't know how to play the game and you're going to be super soft and everything like that, this might not be the world for you. But also, with that being said, they did get a great experience. So we were able to, you know, hear them talk about that. So shout out to them. But, yeah, Natalie Nunn, she ends up getting, uh, you know, uh, hemmed up or whatever, uh, getting decked in the eye. Her eye is, like, shut like this for y'all who seeing me on Instagram right now. Her eye was like this, and then it kind of slowly started to open up a little bit. She goes outside, throwing on her temper tantrum, uh, flexing her authority, wanting the show to get shut down and everything like that. But it don't end up happening that way. Of course not, because she may be the EP, but she ain't the final say, you know? So uh, she ends up trying to cool off. She steps outside, and guess who's outside following her, waiting to have a conversation? It is none other than Sydney Starr. And if y'all know who Sydney Starr is, you know Sydney Starr from Love and Hip Hop. And she was on the first season of Baddies ATL, which is the first season of Baddies South, okay? Also available on demand for all y'all to catch up if you want to on the Zeus Network. And when I tell y'all, like, Sydney is like a roach. And Sydney, if you end up hearing this, it's no shade. It's just that like you just is like you just was like a roach all season like every time the lights was you know except you was like an opposite roach because every time the lights was on and the spotlight was on you would come out the, the the crevices and the cracks of whatever club they went to and you just popped up everywhere so not only was you popping up all throughout the season uninvited and unwanted but then you popped up at the reunion and you tried to force Natalie Natalie to have a whole conversation with you it's just like, oh, my God, like, Sydney, you're doing the most. So you still didn't get what you wanted. Like, you didn't learn your lesson from the last episode of the season when you got arrested, and then you were told that you were on private property. Like, why are you here? But either way it goes, you got your little 15 seconds of fame or whatever, and you just need to run with whatever you need to run with. So fast, and for- fast forward so we can go ahead and get to the next track. Uh, Natalie Nunn, she ends up. Um, <laughs> wait a minute. So Natalie goes back inside. She goes back inside the studio and she is, but she doesn't go back on stage. So she goes back inside and she wants him to open up the door so she can still see from a distance of what is actually going on. And what's really funny is the simple fact that, uh, this is supposed to be the reunion show to talk about everybody on stage. However, that wasn't the case because guess what? Uh, the part two episode was all about it was really about Krishan. And we all know who Krishan Rock is because she's the one who is with Blueface. They go viral almost every single week about their toxic relationship, whether it be drunken nights or fighting or whatever the case is. But that is how we know Krishan. But I know Krishan based on the fact of, you know, Batty South. So Krishan was super drunk. But, and of course, you know, a drunk mind leads to a so, you know, sober heart. You feel me? So she was speaking from her heart for the most part, and which goes to show every person that she was trying to call out and every person that she actually wanted to fight and then just, you know, did some stuff like she meant that at the time. And she was very vulnerable in the moment where she was talking about that what she felt throughout the season, though, was um, she didn't appreciate how people were, like, making fun of her and teasing her about certain things, and she felt like that they were uh, underestimating her and 
you know, she just had to kind of like, I guess, flex, you know what I mean? Make sure that nobody knew that she was, you know, a gang. And that's really just what it was. So she took ownership in that. And then she made sure that she uh, acknowledged Jayla. And Jayla is the one who kind of took her up under her wing and took her up on like a little sister. And Jayla just looked out for her. And Jayla gives me like very spiritual, uh, empathic vibes where she can just sense things about people and she can pick up on stuff. So that's exactly what happened when it came to, uh, when it came to Krishan. She really just took, she just, oh, hold on, sorry. She just went ahead and she took up under Krishan. I didn't realize it was that much light. Sorry, y'all, over there on Instagram. Did not mean to disturb y'all like that. But, yeah, so she just went ahead and uh, she was just very vulnerable with uh, expressing how Jayla was just there for her and, Every certain other people were cool, but you know, for those who wanted to like test her, such as persuasion, you know, she just wasn't feeling it. And as persuasion was talking and trying to, you know, give explanation of why she, you know, said the things that she said about Krishan, because in the, I think it was like the first episode or the second episode, when they got to the Airbnb, persuasion was sitting on the, uh, on the top of the sink. And she was talking about the fact of how, um, she was talking about how Krishan was, like, dirty or something like that. And so Krishan just, like, came up and she, like, decked her one good time. You see what I'm saying? Like, and and dragged her. Like, it, it, was, it was, I'm just saying, it was like, ooh, one of those kind of moments. So, yeah. Uh, now, when it comes to uh, the rest of the episode, the rest of the episode was pretty much just coddling and catering to Krishan and trying to let her get her voice heard. And then the Natalie Nunn situation, and then that was pretty much it. So that is where it leaves off when it comes to uh, Batty South. And when I come back after these next couple songs, I'm going to talk about this movie that I uh, was watching on Tuesday before I started Tuesday show on stereo. And it's called Inheritance. Okay, it's on Netflix. It's part of the top 10 and uh, I'm just saying, like, I can see why it's a part of the top ten. So uh, here goes LaVon again uh, out there in the Bay Area, a.k.a. the Gangsta Diva Comedy. And um, this one's called Funny With No Money. So I just felt like it was fitting. I, you know what I'm saying? I really did. So here we go.
the last 20 minutes of that episode, first 20 minutes of the episode is all about the uh, ending to the movie Inheritance on Netflix. So Inheritance on Netflix is a, a film about a, a prestigious family with a huge secret that could eventually or uh, could potentially tear them apart, tear them down in the public eye. Okay, so the father in the father dies, uh, and he sent, you know, during the will um, announcements, they went ahead and the daughter only only gets a million dollars. The son gets twenty million dollars, and he is currently running for a you know a politician um, a politician seat. And uh, the mother, she ends up becoming the deciding factor over the entire estate. But that's not the only thing that gets inherited. The daughter, she it does look like she got the bad end of the deal by getting a million dollars. However, uh, come to find out, um, she actually inherited a little bit more than that. She inherited the responsibility and a huge secret that her dad had buried for about 30 years. Okay, and I'm not going to tell you the ending as far as that kind of a spoiler, as far as like, okay, uh, what did she do with this inheritance? But what I will tell you is that there are a lot of suspenseful twists and turns. It is a slow burn. It definitely is that. So if you uh, have the, if you like slow burn movies, but also have kind of seen this type of a story plot before, because we have seen it before many times over. Uh, except what I appreciated about the the movie is that even though a lot of it is predictable, okay, it's predictable, okay, here we have a prestigious wealthy family who has a lot of money and influence, they can pretty much buy them, buy them, excuse me, buy their ways out of just about any situation. However, uh, that is not the case in this situation because the father's secret that he had buried for 30 years is a whole person. Okay, and the person is is super dangerous. But we've seen this guy before. We've seen him in movies such as Shaun of the Dead. Okay, like this this movie right here. Hold on, let me pull this up for y'all. Okay, because um, I looked it up the other day, and I was just like, wait a minute, I know that voice. I know that name. You know, I know. Well, I know the voice. And the voice is none other than Simon Pegg. And like I said, Simon Pegg has been on several different movies that we have seen before. So Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, uh, Paul, the Alien movie, okay, Ghost Protocol, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, uh, Mission Impossible, uh, Fallout. So we've seen him before. You probably just didn't know his name. But Simon Pegg plays uh, the an evil and super evil antagonist over there on this movie called Inheritance. And um, it's on Netflix. It came out in 2020. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's just under two hours. Yeah, it's just under two hours. Uh, And it's starring Lily Collins, Simon Pegg, Chance Crawford, Connie Nelson, Patrick Warburton. Now y'all know who Patrick Warburton is because Patrick Warburton is, uh, the guy who um, does the voiceover for the character in the wheelchair over there on Family Guy, okay? And we've seen him. He also did a show, uh, oh, my goodness. Um, it can, it was, like, in the early 2000s, though. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up because 
I used to love watching that show. Oh, Rules of Engagement. So he's also the, the he does the character voiceover for Emperor's New Groove. He plays Kronk. Uh, he's also been on Seinfeld, the B movie, Head Tick. Like he is, you know his voice. It's very, it's, it's, it just sticks with you. Okay. But I'll give you the overview for the Inheritance movie based on how it's described on IMDb and uh, uh, Netflix, a patriarch of a wealthy and powerful family suddenly passes away, leaving his wife and daughter with a shocking secret inheritance that threatens to unravel and destroy their lives. Now, this is what's crazy in the film, because you think the film is going to go one way and why the, you, you start to unravel of why the, the dad kept Simon Pegg's character uh, which you don't really know his true name, his true identity until the end. So for now, we're going to call him what he's known throughout the rest of the movie, which is Morgan. So we really don't know what Morgan did in order to be ke- held captive and prisoner for 30 years in the bottom of a bunker in the backyard, yards away from the house of this prestigious family, okay? But as the daughter starts to unravel the mystery and everything, we start to see that Morgan played a huge part in allowing the family to be the great family that they are, okay? Because if it hadn't have been for his assistance in helping the father many, many years ago, okay, uh, he wouldn't have, you know, he everything that the father was starting to build at that point would have been destroyed before it even got started. And so he had to keep him captive in order to keep the secret, okay? But the father made the mistake in starting to over, you know, 30 years of keeping him down there of, you know, sharing information and actually starting to be a little bit more vulnerable. And that was where it was a mistake because Morgan was able to use that and wait like a, you know, be like a spider in waiting to wait for the right moment to uh, create his web. Okay, and the father got caught up in that web, and that's how the father dies. And as the daughter is unraveling this mystery, she decides that she's going to let Morgan go. She decides this. However, that was probably the, that was, not probably, but that was the most hugest mistake that she could have made in the entire film, given the fact that even the parts at the end when she walked into the house, and it's super dark. I was ta- I was like yelling at the at the screen like, who is walking? You just let a murderer go free. You didn't know he was a murderer at the time, but the fact that you now know he's a murderer because he just killed your family lawyer. Like, why are you walking into the house with no lights on? So it'd be stuff like that that I'd be like, ah, I wish they could make it a little bit more realistic, but they don't. So it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, it's a really good film. Uh, a lot of slow turning pages. Like I feel like this movie, you could even because you know Netflix, you can speed up uh, uh, the view preference. So you could probably actually speed the view preference up to maybe one point five to speed. Now this is not one of those movies that I call background noise, unless it's something that you're gonna have on your screen. Uh, have on your TV or whatever device that you're going to use, but at the same time you're able and you can do whatever you're doing multitasking, but you're able to look up every now and then to see what's happening because there's some things that happen inside the film that does not have dialogue. So if you do not watch it, then you know you may get lost a little bit. So 
yeah, inheritance is it's an R you know, it's all right, but I can see why it's in the top ten because of the ending. You know what I'm saying? So again, you gotta watch the ending. You gotta see how it turns out. Like how far does Morgan go in order to uh exact his revenge on the family? And that's what's crazy because it ends up being, you ever watch a movie or you watch a show where it ends up being like one huge secret that ends up being let out after another. So it's one of those. So you have to wait until the last 20, 15 to 20 minutes of the movie to get some of the biggest reveals of what happened 30 years ago and why the dad did what he did. So yeah, there's that. Uh, but with that being said, uh, make sure you are following me and read on all social media platforms before we jump off into these next couple of songs. Uh, we are just under the hour of the show uh, to finish out. So I do appreciate everybody who is joining me right now on Instagram Live, who is over there listening to me on uh, the fan base audio room, and y'all who are listening to me right here on OG Radio on Block Talk Radio. Appreciate you ever so much, ever, ever so much. Uh, we are going to get into another track. Let me pull this up right here. Uh, hold on. Do, 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 do. Because y'all have to forgive me. This is like, you know, I'm still getting used to the interface. And I do appreciate y'all's patience as I pull this up. But I get so lost in wanting to talk about uh the the tv shows that then by the time i'm done and it's time for me to pull up a song i'll be like oh i need to pull up a song i didn't pull up a song yet so this right here is by Derek turner shout out to Derek turner it's called ride and smoke and i feel like this was a pretty good song to go ahead and fight because why morgan uh asked the daughter when he's starting to divulge all this information as to why he was captive for 30 years he asked her to bring him a pack of cigarettes and they go for a little joy ride into the woods to find the buried body. Oops, I let the cat out the bag. Y'all got to find out why the body was buried. All right, here go Derek Turner for Ride and Smoke. You're listening to OG Radio. This is Benjamin Rewind. I'm E. Reed and I'll be right back.
shit calling. I'm through the streets like potholes. I'm about getting shots with the Glock hoes. 30 shots up in the clear clip. Glock 21, I'll let them rip. Get a little heat and then I dip. Like my nacho cheesy, I need chips. On a big head like a sewing. And if she ever cross game, I'ma go in. Stupid mob living going all out. Golden State Warrior, I'ma ball out. I go heavy on the max up. Whole fit, hit the toe, what a bitch for. All on a bitch like tattoos. Tossed out my net with this max tool.
counting cash, that's what I'm throwing For that bag, young nigga running You can see me, I down, I'm stunning All my niggas, I ain't getting to the money I'm counting cash, that's what I'm throwing For that bag, young nigga running You can see me, I down, I'm stunning All my niggas, I ain't getting to the money Flex up on it, nigga, no apologies Ice bustin', ice up on me bustin' Cause where I come from, I done seen a lot of poverty Now a nigga like me tryna own some fucking property Prodigy, man, that's what the fuck I gotta be Hide as me, man, these niggas know where hide as me Honestly, I think they sleep, they out here countin' shit I be countin' blues, y'all can keep on smoothin' I'm the goat that's proven, I done bossed up, no losin' Ran across up that moolah, dumb and cash, why the ice coolin'? Blessing, dripping, bitch, I'm juicing Dumbing cash, counting cash, talking blue strips Never last, I'm too fast for that food shit Got the hood drip, off white, on my cool whip Cop the pool quick, yeah, I'm talking about my shoes, bitch Look at my shoes, Chris, yeah, you already know I do this I'm counting cash, that's what I'm thumbing For that bad, young nigga running You can see me, I down, where I'm stopping All my niggas, I ain't getting to that money Fuck up a check, soon as I get it Look at the neck, I see me hitting Tell her my niggas, it's only beginning Check for the O's, you know I'ma spend it Hop on a bow with a little hoe You know I'ma hit it Diamond too cold, looking too frigid Count cash, that's just how I'm living Counting thumb and them blue benches Yeah, you know I'm about my business Had to get up off my ass and go and get it Now I'm living too cool, diamonds it on me Loving the truth, bitch, bitch, bitch I'm really on a mission If you a joke, then keep your distance these niggas broke and really trippin' Young nigga from the news Had to go give me some muscle blues Yeah, I drip the juice, drip the juice, drip the juice Got me lit like ooh, running up a deck or two Now the downs be bustin', now your mama be crushin' I'm smokin' and rushin' Young nigga don't do the bustin', but I do the fuckin' for nothing I'm countin' cash, that's what I'm thumbin' For that bad, young nigga runnin' You can see me, I down, where I'm stuntin' All my niggas, I ain't gettin' to that money Attention in her hair pool. She a dog bitch and I'm a werewolf. Fly king, I finesse the fallen ninja. Got me dancing with the devil till spinning on volcano walls. And it's all for survival, not a bad man. Dick put her to sleep and gave her dreams. I'm a fan man. Small city, we like 17 miles. And we done gave the word about 17 styles. It was about this age that my daddy skipped out. I can't buy my son the time I miss out. It was square, but who the bitch now? 
When they walk up, you look at your bitch now I'm too damn old to be a BG And I still get love in these streets beat I ain't never snitched, hella humble, all defense Playing with a schizophrenic nigga, I ain't recess Zimbo boy can't afford the diva Puerto Rican can't ignore her features Free black queen one from North Adiza Sexy dumpers, they from South Korea Zimbo boy can't afford the diva I'm a real nigga, you just act good That bitch one love, she just act good If a demon in your face, he just that good Be blowing your car like a pipe bomb Underground legend with an independent icon They gon' bite this and give me no credit My bitch bad in the morning, no edit where is that you up for a kill now? You kiss her in the mouth, but you pimp how? Fuck you, told the ops where you live now If you dead, cause it was alive, you would've slid now I run off hate, so fuck the love Wanna impress me, then fuck the plug She like money, but she make love to the drugs Got her mind doing donuts in the club Rainbow boys can't afford the diva Puerto Rican can't ignore her features Free black queen wants some more the diva Sexy something safe from South Korea Rainbow boys can't afford the diva Ladies and gentlemen, all right, so this time I'm going to talk about, and I want to thank y'all again for joining me, uh, that last track was DJ Upgrade called Soul Korea, again, shout out to the Bay all day, because y'all know I'm Bay Area Chicks, so I got to show love to the Bay, uh, and then we I played Counting Cash by Chris Ruffin, and uh, I also played Uncle Clean, uh, A Cold World, and then just before that, before we, uh, just as we went to the break, we, I played Ride and Smoke by Derek Turner. So, shout out to all the artists who are sending me their uh, music in MP3 format so that I can go ahead and download it and then upload it to the OG Radio Library. So, shout out to them for that. Uh, the next movie, or no, actually, it's the next show that I'm going to discuss is on Apple TV. So this is for all you iPhone users out there with Apple TV, okay? Uh, This show is called Truth Be Told. It's starring Octavia Spencer. Uh, There's two seasons, uh, 18 episodes altogether. The first season is uh, eight episodes, and the second is 10. And Octavia Spencer plays a world-renowned – hold on, let me just pull this up so I can – tell you what they told us okay okay uh so the murder case that propelled a true crime podcaster to nationwide fame comes back to haunt her when new evidence arises that suggests her original 
suspect may have been wrongfully convicted. Executive producers include Reese Witherspoon, Peter Chernin, General Topping, Leonard Dick, and Victor Sue. So shout out to them for that. Uh, first episode came out in 2019. Each episode is about an hour apiece. And it is based right there in the Bay Area. This is the reason why I love this song. And I played DJ Upgrade before I started talking about it. Because when I tell you, it takes you to the heart of the Bay. It takes you all around. It takes you to San Francisco. It takes you to Oakland. It talks about the South Bay. Like, Makai Pfeiffer alone. Yes, he, Makai Pfeiffer is in this series. He plays the ex-boyfriend but close friend and private investigator for Poppy who is played by Octavia Spencer, okay? And Makai Pfeiffer used to be on the OPD force. Like, he used to be a part of Oakland Police Department. And now he's a private investigator after his own situation that transpired while he was working for the department because he does not believe that bad cops should be able to slide. And therefore, he got ostracized, and he decided to do his own thing. So, uh, shout out to Makai Pfeiffer for even playing that role. But the cast is so well versed in their skills and their abilities okay let me just read you off some of these names okay for the for the two seasons that it's been on and yes for those who have already watched it and are wondering if there's going to be a third season they did get greenlit for a third season hopefully we get of course and hopefully well of course it's going to come out and hopefully it'll be in 2023 sometime. Hopefully earlier in the year than later. Okay? This, that's what my hope is. But this is this is a cast, though. Octavia Spencer, Kate Hudson, uh, Hanifa Wood, Ron Cephas Jones, Aaron Paul, Makai Pfeiffer, Lizzie Kaplan, Michael Beach, Merle Dandridge, okay? Tammy Roman, Tracy Toms, Andre Royo, like, the list just keeps going on and on. Like, I'm so serious. Like, you just keep scrolling, and there's more A-list people. Molly Hagen. Like, when I tell you this is an all-star cast, and they are excellent at executing the dialogue that is written for them. Shout-out to the writers, and shout-out to the set department, okay, for even picking the right areas for Poppy's dad's bar to be in Oakland and making sure they get the actual street signs. Shout out to the writers in the writer's room for picking up the dialogue of the Bay Area and adding that into conversation. Like, this is probably one of the most uh, uh, authentic Bay Area shows or a show set in the Bay Area that I have seen. Now, mind you, they do have another show on Apple TV called Surface that is also based in the Bay Area. It's set in San Francisco. However, it's more of a uh, mystery unravel type of a show. And we're out, whereas this is also a mystery unravel show, it also, and it also includes the Bay Area as its own character. And that's what I appreciated about it, appreciate about this show. So make sure you catch up to it. Now, season one, I'll just give you a brief run across. Uh, season one is all about Poppy 
uh, like it said in the description, she feels like one of the people that she helped get convicted, a young boy at the age of 17, who is now an adult, she feels like he ends up being wrongfully convicted after new evidence arises, and she goes down the rabbit hole of finding out what the real evidence is so that the real killer can be put to justice. And there's a lot of collateral damage throughout this episode throughout the season as well as in season two but it is definitely one of those where it's like oh my god I need to find out what happens next so I do appreciate this being one of those series that I was able to literally binge and rewind and not have to wait week after week after week because I was able to just go all the way through like I went to sleep watching it and then woke up watching it and I finished uh, both seasons in a decent amount of time and it is fast paced so it's not a slow burn um but yes there are a couple of filler episodes but it doesn't mean that it's not worth the watch because it definitely is that uh so yeah shout out to that right there i'm just saying uh and then season two you have kate hudson's character uh who comes in and with kate hudson she is uh Oh, hold on. I'm sorry about that. I uh, have a little bit of a squirrel moment, which we are going to happen every now and then. Uh, yeah. So uh, Kate Hudson's character comes in, and she, you talk, see, this is, what, this is what I loved about the second season. Now, the first season was good. It was a great introduction to introduce us to the characters and what roles that they play and what positions they play. That was really good. It was a great character build-up season. I give it that, which means hopefully there's some longevity to this series and we get to see more. We get to at least give us five seasons, a minimum of five seasons. I hope they don't cut it off at number three. Um, but And I hope they give us 10 episodes in season three as well. Now, in season two, Kate Hudson's character, okay, this the offspring to uh, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, okay, uh, Kate Hudson is the antagonist, although she does not appear to be the antagonist, because you kind of feel like she is the victim, right? You want to feel sorry for her. Her husband dies, you know, she feels like she's being watched. Her company's under attack. Like all of these different things, only to come to find out she's the antagonist. She's the mastermind. She is the Black Widow. So I'm just saying that, but what happens throughout and the catalyst for her to being what she's doing, that is where the fun comes in at. So if you are about that life, hey, all I'm saying is this, go and watch it and have some fun because that show is not going to uh, disappoint you by any means. It just won't. It just will not disappoint. Um, all right. So I have completed my three for the day. All right. Uh, again, um, Truth Be Told is on Apple TV for all you iPhone users. It is a great binge and rewind sit back on a Saturday or a Sunday just chilling, you know, just wanting something to watch. It is fast-paced. It is good dialogue. It is suspenseful, and it will not allow you to lose any brain cells, okay? All right. So there's that. It's very entertaining, and I do appreciate all those who pulled up, whether you listen to me on Instagram, whether you listen to me in the audio, audio room on Fanbase, or whether you listen to me right here on 
OG Radio on Blog Talk Radio. I appreciate you. I will definitely be here next week, God willing, with more shows and more movies. And just to let y'all know, I will be uh, discussing the movie that I was currently watching before I got live with y'all, which, um, hold on. Let me see if I could pull that back up. Because I think it's called Last Scene. Last Scene Alive, starring Gerard Butler, okay? And uh, so here's the premise. After Will Spann's wife suddenly vanishes at a gas station, his desperate search to find her leads him down a dark path that forces him to run from authorities and take the law into his own hands. So it's kind of giving me Liam Neeson vibes, okay, a little bit. But I'm only into the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie, so I will definitely be talking about that next week. And thank y'all so much so so much for your your time and your attention and i certainly hope that you do everything in your power to be better than you were before okay and right now to keep it going with some bay area vibes i played her uh last week and the week before that but i'm just saying it's something about the bay and shout out to all the other artists who are not from the bay that i played today thank you so much i look forward to working uh with y'all and listening to more music but here is veronica 10 she's going to close us out today oh and probably one more from uh uncle clean aka clean heart all right and yeah but this is what it's like you get to stay in rotation you know what i mean so make sure you're sending me your send me your music uh to readalityradio at gmail.com mp3 format and i will talk to y'all later bye
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.